Hey everyone, before we start the show, a quick word from our sponsor, the American Nurse Association. This is a professional community that, that has helped us both when we were nursing students and now professional nurses it has a ton of great resources and use for all nursing professionals. Listen up nurses and nursing students, summer is here and summer is a perfect time for you to brush by your nursing skills. And that is exactly why the American Nurses Association is offering 25% off their courses, workshops, books, and their whole website. Use code SUMMERSALE21 at checkout for your discount. Go to nursingworld.org to get all the latest information there or click the link in the description to find out about the sale. Don't forget, sale ends September 6th. You don't want to miss out. Happy studying. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode with your boys, Peter and Matt. How you guys doing today? Hope you guys are enjoying your day and having a beautiful one. If you guys like this podcast and find any value in it, don't forget to comment, share with your loved ones. This is how we grow. This is how we grow organically. And this is how we get motivated to keep on producing this high quality content. Thank you guys for tuning in. On the show notes underneath, when you click on this episode, you'll find Cup of Nurses, the Frontline Warrior Shop, and all this good stuff, as we always have been talking about. Please support us. We appreciate it. And we got some guests coming up shortly. So we finally got that wrap, wrapped up. So stay tuned for these upcoming guests this summer. How you doing today, Pete? I'm doing good, man. It's going to be a good time. Finally happens to get some more guests on, now that we have a little bit of a more open schedule. But on this episode, we are going to talk about our most memorable nursing moments and that's the bad and the good. So nursing, you obviously know it's a very compassion-based healthcare, and you're always going to remember you know, certain times of you being a nurse. Some of them are going to stick around and, and be in your memory longer than others. You know, And the, those situations are going to be bad, and they're going to be good as well, because Matt and I come from the ICU, and a lot of stuff that we do is, is intense, and unfortunately, a lot of times people pass away, and that's a big component of our job and it sucks sometimes to say but there are also certain times where death also kind of brings joy yeah i think as a nurse i grew so much mm. it taught me so much all those wild experiences just like you say good and bad the talks this just something sharing an experience with somebody that's at the end of life the, the stuff that they tell you the meaning that it takes and like the way you see it, it Every little patient kind of like is a thread on a giant canvas in my life in a way. Like I, I took away from everybody. You know, I even have like an Apple section like with book notes. And sometimes I got recommendations from patients for books that I've read and that I like remember them by and that I'm so thankful for. Yeah, it's crazy because we, li- we work in a field where majority of the patients that we get are usually intubated, sedated. So we can't really converse with them. And... To us, it is rare to have a patient that is able to actually converse with us. So that's why we like those moments because majority of, of our time is usually spent with patients that, that can't really talk to us. So yeah, yeah so usually our most memorable times are either talking with the family or talking to the, to the patient. A lot of times you speak to them on basically their, their last days of, of, of life. And that's kind of, that's kind of double-edged sword, sword, you could say, because... Those times are, are filled with sadness and, you know, grief. And it's, it's always hard. It always, you know, um, jabs you on the side a little bit when, it, when somebody dies. And you also have a positive aspect, especially when you have a patient that is ready to move on, 
they did a bunch of cool stuff in their life. They're, they're content and they're able to share with you stories, uh, give you different types of information and, you know, just, just spend time with you as, as the last days approach, man. And it's crazy to think about that, that we're literally with these people at, at bedside. And it's nice when you're doing the continuing of care, like working three shifts in a row. Because usually when you work every other, you don't see that. Usually when you get an assignment, there's so much happening that the family's a nerve wreck. You're calming them down. They're asking a bunch of questions. And it's not till like that second day that you're just like interacting. They're thankful. Or you guys already have like a little connection or inside joke. So that's, that's such a rich experience. Uh, you know, I'm looking back even most recently. So I have a notification for August sometime end of August to call Bud. And it's funny because when I was working in Cali, this older gentleman, and this this was not even my patient. This was just a guy that I was looking in the room. He was funny as hell. I'm like, I gotta go talk to that guy. And he kind of like told me to come by. We had a conversation. Uh, great man, t- taught me so much. He actually ended up giving me his business card. And he's like, make sure you call me. So I actually just, I got rid of the business card, but I have it saved as a reminder with this phone number to just give him a call. And honestly, I might just like say hello. Like, what's up, man? Like, he's he's in his 90s, but this guy was trying to travel somewhere to the Pacific Northwest to meet up his buddies. Damn. So he just goes with his uh, caretaker, and he travels with him. How old was this guy? Do you remember? Uh, 93. 93. Damn. Yeah, it's wild. California has definitely threw us some some interesting patients. There was a one time where we had that that one. Um, he wasn't an artist. He was more of like a designer on our floor. He was he was older. I'm pretty sure we ended up giving him like a trach. Remember that? Back in um, when we were working in California, it was like in, some, in LA. It was like a designer. Some uh, clothing brand. Yeah. I don't even know the name. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I probably shouldn't floor. say because then that's confidentiality. Yeah, actually. yeah. We're not, we're not going to say exactly. We're not going to say, but you know, he has, he's got like a store in, in LA and it's, it's, you know, it's crazy how, you know, he runs these kind of people. But I remember probably one of my most memorable moments. Um, I'll start with like the, you could say the, the sad stuff first, then we'll go above once happy, happy, happy um, moments. But I remember Christmas a few years ago uh, when I was nurse back in Chicago. Still, we had had a had a a family. The patient was in there for a few days, and you know he they stayed there through Christmas. And I was happened to be charged on on Christmas. And why it was so memorable was because we ended up having to withdraw care on, on that day, and we had to talk to the family about you know taking the next steps, what has to be done, and. It was luckily one of those moments where the family all came in and you know everyone was calm because things haven't turned for the worse, but we knew like a few hours it's going to get bad. So let's, let's handle this right now before it gets chaotic. And, you know, they were able to come in and the physician spoke to them, intensivist came, spoke to them, and luckily made a decision to, you know, if something were to happen, we're not going to take extensive measures. Wow. And yeah, and that was crazy because that was decided on Christmas, you know, yeah. out of all days of the year, you know. And I told you too, like if I said this, I think multiple times on podcasts, my first patient died on Christmas Eve. Mm. And that was that whole crazy story that like, you know, family walked in security. It was, it was so sad. And, you know, I ate dinner a couple hours later when I woke up because it was night shift. But it's, it's, it's wild because it was right before a bowel movement. Like there's like this theory supposedly that if like your patient has a giant bowel movement and they're like sort of on the fence, they'll... They're prone to coding. Yeah, I don't know. I I see you think because <clears throat> they they know they vagal. That's that's and what it cold, is. Yeah. They got to press down and. Yeah, dude, I had I remember I had a patient vagal on me um, in a bathroom, like while walking there he he was trying to like, 
because the toilet toilets were like low, where where Lois was a bigger guy, and he was trying trying to poop, but he the way he was sitting, he was too big for the toilet, and he, he couldn't shit, you know. So he like held on to the so like he was you know walk he was walking fine. He just heart failure, so it's always always iffy, especially. He was like, well, that'll work up, so it's even more iffy. But he was holding on to, like, the the handle in the bathroom, and he was, like, kind of squatting over the toilet because he was too big. And he literally pushed, took a shit, and vagled. And he passed wow. out on the toilet. Jeez. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, Holding shit. This guy. And then I woke him up real quick, and he, his heart, like, his, I swear, his heart, like, the red alarm went on, but he woke up, like, within a second. And then I'm like, oh, shit, let's get back. And then on the way back, he vagled again. And we threw him on, a, on the bed. And then we, we, got, we got him back. We didn't code him or anything. It took a few seconds to, to get him back, but he woke up again. And after that, I'm like, hey, we're not going to get you out of bed anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, Jeez, just, I was going to be done in bed. Like, two, like he basically got twice on me. And I think, I think it's so scary. Because you had the heartbeat for like a second, but like... You don't know what's going to happen yeah, in that instance. Maybe, maybe more than a second, maybe even two, but you don't know if, if his heartbeat is going to come back or what. This is long two seconds. This is a super long two seconds. It feels like almost a minute. Because you're like, is it going to come back? And it does. But crazy. It happened twice. And I was like, all right, man. Nope. What's also like a wild lesson that I've learned that always is going, I'm never going to forget is we had this ETOH patient. Uh, we got him in a rotor prone bed. Like he was severely septic and multi-organ failure. And he ended up surviving after like 15 days being on the bed. Damn. He actually ended up getting better. He actually got extubated. And, you know, he was kind of like, you know, the patients, they take a couple of days to get back to it, but he still wanted a drink. Yeah. He still he still was asking for a beer. And it's like everything that guy just went through, he's going to have to go months into therapy. The thing that put him here, he still desires. That's crazy. And, and it just shows you that, like, people just don't learn. It, I'm not saying it's like, you know, we, we're doing everything for these people's lives and yeah, but we've also never been physically dependent on something in our lives. To, to understand you know what I'm saying? that, yeah. Because, you know, I, yeah, because I look sometimes when I had a lot of like withdrawal patients and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, like I couldn't figure out why they couldn't understand how they have to change their life. Because like to me, it was so obvious. But that's me from looking up from the outside in. And I've never been physically dependent on, on drugs, you could say. You know, I've never really been physically dependent on, on anything to, to want it like all the time and, and every day. So I'm not sure how that would affect me if, if I was dependent on something, you know? To that degree, yeah. yeah. Just like the people that, you know, take Xanax daily mm-hmm. and they just lose track of life and they're just stoned off that thing. Yeah. Or even like, people that take Adderall where they took Adderall in school and, you know, school's over and now they have a job and they can't get off Adderall because it's just been hooked for so long. They don't need it anymore because they're not, they're not in school. You know, they don't need it to technically function to do their job. They just take it because they've been taking it for so long. And if you take it for, for a long, long time, especially if you're in increased doses... You're gonna need to taper that down to be able to come off it, so it takes even longer. But, but yeah, we did an episode about um, fentanyl back. I don't know, a few, a few episodes, episodes ago, ago, yeah. You know, in my last episode or a few episodes ago, and yeah, it's it, it's crazy. I think um, that one actor that's really for for absence based uh, recovery. He has a, he has a, he also has a podcast on YouTube. Damn, I can't remember his name right now. But he's, he's like that. He's like a very big activist. I, I know who you're referencing. Mm. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of his name for some reason. But yeah, he he always pushes for for absence based recovery because so that's all oh, the whole methadone. That's what this was this about. The podcast was about methadone. methadone yeah. yeah, but but a lot of people believe that the best way to approach drugs and alcohol and to you know get somebody out of their addiction is to do absence based recovery, which is completely stopping the cold turkey. 
which is the best route except for benzos because benzos you have to taper down in certain uh, psychiatric medications and, and Adderall you probably have to taper down as well. So it creates a process, man. Yeah, mm. it's a sad thing. It's just like unlearning bad habits and eating junk food in a way. But speaking it's of unlearning bad habits, is- yeah. Speaking of unlearning bad habits, we I remember this, this patient. You know, uh, I don't want to tell you what he was going on with him because it's HIPAA, and I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble or not. But it's one of those patients. What happened that, to John Doe, bro? It's one of those patients that always kept coming back, and I swear to God, we had his life like three or four times, and he was always a dick about it, always. After you got After, back, yeah, and you know this guy was, and when you when he came in, he was literally like barely alive, man. Each time, and he's I don't know if same he's attitude, during, yeah, and if he's during during his lesson, I'm not sure what the hell the issue was, but always the same situation. It was he was just, I mean, he had a lot going on in his life, and um, he had a lot of work done to him too, but still, man. It's wild, man. I'm never gonna forget him. I'm never gonna forget him in my life because it's because I always remember coming back. Yeah, the the patients when we went traveling nursing to Oakland were great too. They're just that. They yeah, just like you said, Cali has a wide variety of patients. Hit mm. here in Illinois, they're a little bit less like diverse. You just meet like you meet rich people that have money. Like yeah, it's diverse just, here, but but different from a different you could say diversity because here you could say there's more like. Eastern European as yeah, well. As, you learn the streets you know. and the work mm-hmm. ethic. And here, you over there, they got people that have money and they travel places. And you get to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because one time I met like this Hollywood director once. And he looked at my face. He's like, dude, you're beautiful, man. You should like go do acting. And I was like, mm, thank you, mm-hmm. man. You just meet, yeah, just so so much cool people. Or, mm-hmm. uh, people that survive. Like uh, this one guy, Bud. He was telling me a story about why he lives so long, and he's just saying, you know, it's because of courage. Like that's if he, if you, if you, if I, I always like to ask this to patients, like, what's one life advice that you learned? And he said to always be courageous. You know, he said how important it is, like war and all this. And uh, he went back to his father and how he passed away. His he said his father lost courage. Damn, I know that was so hard for him to say. He's like, I still love them and I understand, but he just lost courage. He lost the fight at the end. So he just says, just keep on fighting no matter what. Like it's, you know, and that's what, that's what life is. It's pain. Pain is inevitable. Just go through, go through the suffering. Right. It's going to, it's going to hurt no matter which path you choose. And it's just like these little lessons in life that these patients teach you and, and it goes, it stays with me and it teaches me so much. And it's almost like, yeah, it's nursing just has such a rich experience I, I love it for this reason yeah yeah especially like travel nursing too like you meet a lot of patients here working in the midwest and you go somewhere else and you just you, you think you you've seen and met every patient and then you go travel nurse you go to a different state and it's completely different people with different dialects different circumstances different situations different opinions and it's just a cool experience yeah i like meeting people from africa africa they always have cool perspectives stories like, yeah. perspectives like that one lady that uh started a water business and like dug a well and now she's selling bottled bottled water in her country yeah she's like a nursepreneur basically and mm-hmm. was telling me all these cool things and uh she looked at the podcast and she said awesome things like keep it up and all that so it's cool you just connect with so many people and you see how people pursue also like their passions outside of nursing as well, which is super interesting because as nurses, we have such a good like foundation of like knowledge and education. And we just see a different variety of people 
all the time or yeah. it almost builds us to be like good in every situation in every circumstance so you could basically with nursing degree i feel like you could you could take on whatever else you're passionate in and you're going to be able to get through it because like even with like stress i feel like we can handle more stress as nurses so that's going to help you out Definitely. in the long run because there's a lot of stresses that that come with pursuing other things outside of your your career role right there's a the financial pressures of, of is it going to be successful can i do it is, is it even possible and like nursing has taught us that there's a lot worse circumstances that you could be in than this moment like i know i'm, I'm scared like you said about courage like yeah we're scared but i also had a patient you know that came in looking fine and then ended up dying four days later right so so you have that kind of kind of different you could say say stressors because you're not going through a stress that's life and death you're just going through a stress in life and yeah you throw yeah you throw the financial stresses in there which which sometimes feels huge and it is huge but it's not as big of a stress that you have in the hospital where you're dealing with life and death situations so that prepares you for almost any challenge that that you that you want to endure yeah yeah even one thing that I think about now is, and this is like the ugly part of nursing, but it also empowers me and motivates me is seeing, I've mentioned this before, is regret in a patient's eyes. Yeah. When they when they tell you stories that they wanted to, they could have, they should have, they couldn't, just making a sorry excuse and regret looks so bad because when you're older, you want integrity and look back and and have that and that always motivates me to just not say don't say no to experiences mm -hmm. like traveling or doing this or going out or going on a boat or somewhere to the city just even little things that i've never tried just go for it yeah. because i know how bad it looks when you when you say no or you look back and you just have that regret it's suffering yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy because you, you suffer through the moment of not doing it and then you suffer through it later on in life, looking back at why didn't I do this when I had the chance? I really wanted right. to do this. Now I'm never going to have a chance to do this. And I'm not sure what happens after we die. Maybe you get reincarnated and do those things you really wanted to do. But who knows? You're not sure. So that's why it's so important to, I don't want to say live out your, your day like it's your, every day like it's your last because you need some common sense, right? You shouldn't do certain things on a daily basis that wouldn't make any sense. But try to get into experience like Matt's saying it's all life is an experience it's literally like a giant trip if you're on a vacation that's a trip right you're you're literally just going through life even, and you even make us. life whatever like life life is whatever you literally make of it if you're going through negatively and always complaining that's not a very fun vacation even if we're um here back in chicago we're taking our nurse break and we're hanging out and Every single day we're meeting up to grind for this podcast and all this stuff that we have coming out. That's a whole experience within itself. And it teaches you just to live and enjoy the moment and embrace it. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that nursing taught me is I've learned how to listen more. And, and there's a reason why we have two ears and one mouth. And me, I was always a bad listener. I know that. I'll accept that as a fact. Matt got definitely better through listening to the elderly because they take time and you have to ha develop that patience to listen to them yeah i think i've probably learned to listen learn in a hospital but i think the the biggest place that that I actively practice active listening was probably the the sauna back in the gym i used to work out when i was fresh out of nursing school and i was just nursing for cool. one or two years because you don't really understand or know how much knowledge some people have until you talk to them. 
and I actually listened to him. And, and you know, like the majority of people that I spoke to were, were basically people that were kind of in my circle, like my parents' friends or, you know, my friend's parents. So I really didn't talk to which people that were like super old, you could say, not to be rude or anything, but like in their 60s and 70s, things like that. That I haven't really had much exposure. You know, yeah. So I never really, really knew how much knowledge they had until I actually started to listen to them. And that was probably, like I said, in the in the steam room of my old gym. Because you just sit there for like 20, 30 minutes sometimes, you know, trying to get the heart rate up, burn some fat, you know, dehydrate yourself for a little bit. Step on that scale, you feel good because you just dropped like three pounds in half an hour because you just sat in, you know, in, in a little room that dehydrates you. But you would... Just to bear that heat, you need to talk to people just to get your mind off the heat. And they would just share so much cool stories. They would like give me recommendations to places to visit in, in the area, what they did That's for awesome. a living and how like what you should do, how to you should invest money. Like I learned so much random stuff through them. And it's and it's so cool. Like even even like this, I remember one interaction I had, it wasn't it doesn't pertain to work, but I was at a Starbucks randomly reading like uh, like Elon Musk autobiography or something like that, and like a random person comes up to me. And, and he was an older guy too and he had a conversation he actually introduced me to like the wine combinator website oh yeah he told me about that yeah and he, he told me about it and he was working on some project where he wanted to create free energy and it was just like and he was trying to tell me how explaining to me how, how he could do it or how, how he could build a generator but you know I wouldn't didn't fuck what was going on I was I was just yeah, school no engineer or you know you know whatever he was I never saw that dude again but like I always go on wine combinator every so often and like I, I read the forum and it just you just learn some cool stuff on there yeah, yeah, just being open-minded and listening is a beautiful right. thing. It's it's also funny with the patients. This is, I had a I was taking care of a patient, I guess, really really well, and I had a Google review put out on the hospital website, and it was like saying, "Oh, that cute uh, nurse Matt, uh, something about wow, what a Polish stallion." <laughs> I'll never forget that because. <laughs> All the freaking uh, nurses on the unit, like, screenshot are just laughing about it. Oh, that's so funny. That's cool because our review is going to stay there forever. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take it down because it's a positive review. It's, it's a positive review. Yeah, it's it's funny because the hospital actually commented on it. I just mm-hmm. forgot what it said. Oh, that's so funny. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hospital, like, like, I don't know, man. Working in a hospital teaches you a lot. You get to, especially working with adults, you get people of kind of like a, you could say all sorts of ages, but they're all adults and they're usually all older than you, especially like if you're in your 20s. Most patients, most of your patients yeah. are like thirty-five and above, forty and above, depending on where you work and, and how acute it is and what your specialty is. But you just learn so much from them because they've experienced life a lot longer than you have, and they have so much to teach. And even those patients that are are assholes, they teach you something as well, and that's to not be an asshole. Yeah, literally, because you know how it feels to be on a receiving end of it. You know, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's something special about nursing. Even um, the patients that randomly put foreign objects into places they're not supposed to. Even taking care of those guys are interesting. Um, I haven't had a, a patient like that. I, I had a patient that uh, put accidentally put like a contact bottle, you know, up there, got stuck, <laughs> bowels perfed, you know, had, had to need a yeah, had to get a little quick resection to pull that out. And then it's also mind blowing because on the MRI, there was like, you could tell it was like half the solution was there. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, there's just they're, yeah, the nursing just shapes you in all uh, types of ways. Yeah, you just like you, you see crazy shit, you deal with crazy shit, and you know you learn shit, you don't learn shit. It's, it's 
it's a bunch of shit. You know? I, I think what's also cool about nursing is a lot of people react to life. Mm. And what happens with nursing, it teaches you not to react. So you know how we develop that tolerance to high stressful situations and then we could just take life a different way. Mm. We we learn not to react. Yeah. As a nurse, definitely dealing with death and dying, any situation in life I kinda like think about. Mm. Even I feel like in jujitsu, nursing probably could play an interesting role where I'm more calm and assessing the situation instead of being reactive. Mm. Yeah, I feel like nursing's also made us um because, well like more relaxed, but damn, I, I forgot what the I forgot the word I'm trying to use. But I remember when we were on the lake and we were chilling, I was chilling on a pontoon and I was just like chilling. Like nothing nothing was going on. And what we're, does we're that mean? Just so people know. What? We're chilling, just I'm not sitting thinking, there. just sitting, sitting drinking there. anything. No, I was drinking. I was okay. just sitting on the pontoon okay. and just just like just like enjoying the moment. You could say just just being everything there, yeah. You know? Because I didn't think about it at the time, but now that I look back at it, like I was just appreciating the moment, and like nursing has definitely shown me to appreciate the moment more. Like just these like little things, like sitting on a, on a pontoon, look at look at the city, something so simple, just because you you could be at a lot worse worse place than than that. It humbles you, mm. especially with somebody. It's like. People that have big egos, nursing is perfect for you because it levels you out. It just shows you how precious and metic, you know, how precious life is. Or it blows it up, or it blows it up because there's, you know, ego. A nursing could definitely blow up, blow up uh, egos because oh, yeah. it, it, it definitely like blew my ego up sometimes too. In different situations, like, especially those ICU nurse. nurses, right? Yeah, they think yeah. they're hot, hot shit in the um the hospital. Yeah, but like you know, we a lot of times we do it unintentionally. Like we have our we have the best intentions in mind. You know, it's just, you know, a little testosterone. It is. Never hurt nobody. You know? It is human nature. Yeah. I also I also love the times in nursing when patients come back. And sometimes they give you things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just them. Uh, there was a patient that had some kind of deadly reaction because she was immunocompromised from the rheumatoarthritis medications. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was way too anxious to get off the vent, plus her her total volumes were bad. Like she was just yeah. hyperventilating all, all the time. And uh, the husband was a, a UPS manager, always came by. We always talked about stocks and investing. Uh, that's the time I wish I bought Aurora Cannabis because we're talking about mm-hmm. cannabis companies to invest because uh, Canada was allowing uh, during that time for it to be sold. Or so the stocks uh, boomed. They're, they're low. Like they're low, right? Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a positive investment because <laughs> um, I bought after the hype. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like those. I, I bought when everybody already knew Canada's going into the market. It was too late. <laughs> Should have listened to the guy earlier. But it's it's awesome because he came back after like six months later, and he showed us photos of her. The trach was out. She was chilling with the grandkids because yeah, and and uh, you know, patients bringing their own blankets in. It, it it almost doesn't feel like a room sometimes. You're mm. just like lost in the sauce with the family and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's cool? Looking at old photos of, of, of people, patients. I remember because I used to, like when I first graduated nursing school, I worked at the hospital, but also I worked two jobs and I worked at the nursing home, like the rehab center for a little bit. And it was always cool to to look at, you know, older people, how they used to look back in the day. Like it's so interesting because they look completely different now. Yeah. Always blew my mind, especially in the ICU when you have a really sick patient and you see them and you see how they look, look, and you know, yeah, they could be like 40 years old, 30 years old, but they look completely different from how they actually look when they're healthy. 
complete completely different different people. And it's mind blowing how it's, you could deteriorate like that. Especially when we see him full of edema and yeah. usually in nice you they just got extubated, they're puffy and they yeah, they're bad. They're yeah. not shaved. I've always admired those nurses that go like the extra mile and like shave their patients and shave them up. I've done it a handful of times, but there's nurses that are they're like, Okay, it's Thursday, they have like conditioner in their like locker room and they'll like bathe that specific patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's the connections that they develop. Yeah, that's cool, man. There's a lot of nurses that really go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. You know, massage but, the feet, lotion yeah, I'm the a, feet. I'm a great nurse, but there's just some phenomenal yeah. nurses. So yeah. shout out to all of you that are listening that are those mm-hmm. nurses. Yeah, those actual nurses. Those actual nurses are the best nurses, too. Respect. Yeah, you always, you always have a good time for them or w- with them. They always help out. Um, they're usually on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of good times. Yeah, do you ever think you're going to just walk away from nursing? Probably. But maybe not fully. I feel like... Because you, you, yeah, you have the love for helping yeah. people and, you know, medicine is just medicine. Yeah, I'll step away from probably nursing, but not not the um, helping people right. portion of it. Or you might be helping people on a larger scale or you're going to be helping nurses on a larger scale without even knowing. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, always want to help people, I guess. Got to keep on helping. Exactly. Got to help ourselves too, though. Let's wrap this one up. Any other memorable moments? There's a few. There's a few patients that I remember that are a bunch of assholes, but I'm gonna say save those others. guys. Yeah, save those for a funny episode or something. Yeah, I have a lot of. I'm thinking. I'm having flashbacks of just like patients right now, like a schizo patient that like went to a different patient's room and like was tr- trying to take a you know like a shit in the patient's room. He was screaming and. Mm-hmm. She's the same lady that was there for like, you know, a month because she was waiting for placement. Um, she was folding napkins. Jeez. Yeah, yeah I remember some transplant patients too. That went through some shit. Yeah. Till next time. Yeah, nursing's amazing. So to all the nurses, I know you guys have your best moments. So let us know if you have any interesting ones that stand out. We'll be willing to share them on the show. Have a great day, guys. Take it easy. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. Peace.